previously on Quest Friends Forever. Our story begins in Remedy, a small town of about 500 situated in the northeast quadrant of the continent of Constance. My name is Mabel. I am the mayor of Remedy. Every living thing in Remedy is just gone. When you were there, how many Remedies were there? Because now there's two. In deep sleep, Jared is having a dream, and there is a halfling man. I'm Timothy Timothy. The halfling is okay. pointing at Jared. This is Clint Fistheart. He's he's the greatest hero in all the land. We come from a world called Constance. There is a very bad person. She's known as the Landgrave. I okay. call Val in the room. It's here! It's falling! It's here! It's the weapon! Ah! Ah! And as he turns to Ellie, his eyes go wide with terror. She's found us too! It's the Landgrave! She's here! She's here! Ah! Ah! In your world, is there a town called Remedy? Oh, sure. I feel like if you take us to the portal, it might jog my memory. And you proceed through the small hallway of the portal, and you have emerged in the other world, in the city of Remedy. You come out on the other side of the portal in an empty field, about 50 yards to the south of the city limits of the other Remedy. It's dark out, but you can still see a lot of light coming from the town, suggesting that there is still plenty happening this evening. Right behind you, the portal that you just emerged from stands active, still a spinning vortex of blue and white energy. When you look back, you can still see Timothy Timothy on the other side of the empty white corridor that leads back to the hotel room in your world. He's still holding his wand up, concentrating on the portal, and looking to you, waiting for some kind of signal to come through. Do you signal him? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you like our 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 our, our communal so dramatic. It was a we dramatic were all pause. like looking around at each other, like uh, I mean, no, that yeah. was in character. We were all just he right. was looking at all of us, yeah. and then in character, <laughs> we were like doing the thing. Are you going to say? What, I, I mean, uh, come on, um, what are you doing? Uh, okay. After this strange dramatic pause, uh, well, Timothy waits eagerly for the sign. He gives you a quick thumbs up, which uh, this momentary break in concentration causes the portal to get fuzzy and grainy for a split second, but he snaps back to attention to make it uh, clear again, and he, you see him on the other side take a really big, deep breath, like he's trying to psych himself up, and he goes, okay, here we go, and he uh, jogs forward out of the hotel room in the Pantheon in your version of Constance into the white void corridor and out the other side, joining you in the field outside of the other remedy. The field of dreams. All five of you, Jared slash Clint, Val, Stephanie, Ellie, and Timothy Timothy are now in Constance 2. And still constancing. Right. Timothy is still pointing constant. At- Medieval boogaloo. <laughs> this, this time it's constant. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta love <laughs> not Constantinople mm. this time it's vowel okay. wow that took a second it took me a second okay uh, Timothy still has his arm extended backwards on this side uh, holding the portal open and he turns around and looks back at looks at Jared specifically he's kind of ignoring everybody else and he goes okay am I closing it what's the deal 
Can you leave it open? I mean, I can stand here and I can just think really hard about it and leave it open. It's got about uh, probably got about an hour. An hour, okay. Gang, how do we feel? Do we need more time than an hour? Should he just come with us? Should he close the portal? What do we do? Remember, if you close the portal, we got to find another diamond if we want to do it again. Yeah, sure but there's plenty of diamonds. Okay, if you say if I, you say so, Clint. <laughs> I mean, I thought this was a one way trip, but like, I mean, if it could possibly not be a one way trip, that would be really cool. Um, let's let's just you stay here, okay? Try try to keep it open for as long as you can, okay? We'll be back in an hour, <sighs> okay? He says. Timothy looks around and notices that the blue and white light that is coming from this portal is illuminating the immediate area here in this small field in the dark. There doesn't seem to be any indication on this side so far that you've been seen, but um, Timothy looks a little nervous and goes, uh, is there some way we can uh, disguise this or, or hide it? To Val's glass dome goes from that sort of like magenta purplish color to more of a rosé color okay i'm i'm better disguising myself oh that's not what i meant but okay <laughs> can you just put can you just put like a sheet over it uh, sure somebody does somebody got one Does anybody got a sheet <laughs> i feel like it might fall through but we could try i guess um what if you just stood as tall as you can in front of it well with your arms up i'm about three feet tall and i don't know if that's enough i'll try though if you if you see yeah, i have a question so for you yeah is there no DM? I need yeah. a DM. Uh huh. No, da- no, Danny. Not, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, I don't hi. need Timothy. I need Danny. H- hello. There oh, wow. Hi. That's Danny's voice. Hi. He has my real voice the hi. whole time. You said we're out in the field. Uh huh. Is there any shrubbery around? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how how big shrubbery? What are we looking There's at here? There's a collection of bushes and a few trees. Okay. Uh, Val immediately goes and and rips out as many bushes that they can okay. in the immediate area in order to uh, camouflage the portal and then runs back with all the shrubbery and throws the shrubbery at the portal. At the portal? Yeah. That's how, so, that's how camouflage works, right? So this shrubbery goes sailing over <laughs> Timothy Timothy's head. Timothy is trying to take the advice and uh, stand in front of it with his arms raised, like trying to block it, although he is a uh-huh. halfling, so he's maybe only halfway up. So these bushes okay. go sailing above Timothy's head through the portal yeah. into that blank white void that acts as a hallway yeah. between worlds. Uh-huh. And he looks back at remember, it. Remember, guys, remember when Val was disguised with leaves and shrubbery? Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing. Sure. Uh, right? And Does the it bushes, work? The bushes fall into this blank white void and just land and are now in the middle between worlds now. <gasps> They're Ooh. interdimensional oh, bushes no, in this you. moment. What if I throw harder? Will they make it into the hotel room? They could. Val goes to get bigger shrubbery. Okay. Um, <laughs> at this point, I'll just be like, okay, I think we're wasting time. You stay here uh-huh. in the field. Okay. Big lights. Sure. There's nothing we can do, unforge. He- <laughs> the, the rest of us, we got to go. He kind of shrugs and goes, oh, okay. Before uh, we leave, I- Val uh, runs over to near Timothy Timothy, because not mm-hmm. to break his concentration, kind of like runs full speed. <laughs> Little metal arms completely full of just dirt and bushes and mm-hmm. roots and just a bunch of greenery trash. Uh-huh. And then runs full speed at Timothy, but then stops about mm, 
five, ten feet before him. Okay. Just a, a halt and then kind of cartoonishly tiptoes towards him because I don't want to break his concentration. Uh-huh. And then leaves the pile of shrubbery at his feet for him to use later in order to create camouflage for the portal. So Timothy, as of until about, uh, you know, an hour ago, uh, thought you were the most murderous evil <laughs> weapon in the entire world. So uh-huh. when he sees you charging, he uh, he kind of curls up a little bit and the, the portal flickers a bit. Um, but he he remembers what Clint told him and he tries to steady his resolve and uh-huh. the portal snaps back to normal. And he is now standing with a pile of dirt and shrubs at his feet. And he says, ah, uh, cool. I can, I can. How can I help you today? Sure. Yeah, you, you did. How Thank can you. I help you today? Thanks so much. Yeah. So okay. long. I'm going to... Do you have um, something actually to do? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I do. <laughs> well, I was trying to figure out my spells. Um, I'm going to cast Fog. Ooh. So create a 20-foot radius of fog that spreads around corners and areas that becomes heavily obscured. So cool. I'm going to do that. And then I'm also... Are there any like little animals around here? Like a squirrel or um, a badger or a birdie. Roll. No, you have like crazy high perception. Yeah. So uh, when Val ran over to pick up some shrubs near a tree, uh, you noticed some some squirrels scurry away and scurry up into this tree that's nearby. Okay. I'm going to use animal friendship. Mm, okay. Um, you pick a beast within range. Uh, what did you say that was here? Some squirrels. Okay. Pick a beast within range that you can see in here. Must succeed on uh, with. I'm sorry, with an intelligence of three or lower. Um, yeah, squirrels are done. That's uh, fine. Must succeed yeah. on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the spell's duration. I mean, I can Google D and D squirrel stats, but I'm pretty sure squirrels aren't going to be very. Uh... Oh, hey, what do, you, what do you know? That was fast. What's, what's their intelligence have to be? If the beast intelligence, yeah, is four or higher, the spell fails. Oh no! The squirrels have uh, squirrels have an intelligence of two. Squirrels okay. are dumb as hell. Otherwise, the beast Good must dex, succeed though. on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the spell's duration. So I have to roll a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Okay. Here's my first squirrel roll ever. <laughs> so it's a six. So um, I become friends with a squirrel. It's cool. now friendly to all of us and. I look at uh, Timothy Timothy. Mm-hmm. I put the squirrel on his shoulder and okay. I tell the squirrel, hey, hang out with him and make sure he doesn't get lonely and find me if something happens, okay? Is this where we find out that Timothy Timothy also has a very, very, very huge squirrel phobia? Yeah, he <laughs> goes, oh nervous. my God, a squirrel! No, he's fine. Um <laughs> Okay, cool. So I do that, and then I say, like, all right, we'll be right back. And then uh, I cast uh, Fog Cloud. And uh, now Timothy has a friend, so he's not alone, and um, the thing is kind of obscured. I love that to death. Thank you so much for that wonderful experience. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I'm going to keep those squirrel stats open just in case. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, Um, you'll probably need it again. Yeah, you'll probably need it again. Cool. So uh, the fog emanates from uh, your hands, I guess. Um, and fills this area, and um, the portal is obscured by this fog. Not, like, totally? Like, if you get close enough, you can kind of start seeing it coming through the fog, because, like, yeah, you can see headlights in fog if you get close enough, right? Like, it's not right. invisible. But 
you're 50 yards outside of the town. So from the town, it just looks kind of foggy out. So looking, looking good. Let's go. Let's go to the town. We walk to the town. Should we walk? Should we go? OMG, should we walk? Should we do it? Should we run? Sure do you guys want to run? Sure thing. I'm ready, 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 ready to Jesus run. Christ. Let's so, do it. Uh, as Jared and Stephanie apparently uh, prepare to sprint, Ellie puts a hand on both your shoulders and goes, wait, 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 hang on, hang on. Are we are we sneaking or am I just going to like walk in and like kick the door in and be mean to people? Well, um, laugh out loud. Well, okay. <laughs> This is, um, these are our remedy people, so I don't know if they know that they need to be afraid of you yet. Or land, land grab, land. Land grave, yeah, that's great. But but what if the land grave was already here and tormented them and now it's tainted their perception of you? Well, I mean, do you know there's guards here too? Feast told us there were guards here when they looked. Um, Mm. shit. All right, yeah, we're, 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 we're acting. We're doing this. I can... I can act. I can do this. I'm also a classically trained actor. You just need to, um, you know, we got our things. Here, watch. Think something at me. She thinks, um, you're my best friend. That's very sweet. And then she smiles really big at you. perfect. Did that work? Okay, Uh, good. Yeah. So As you're talking about pretending and acting, Val's tugging at your shirt. uh, For for Ellie? Oh, okay. Okay. And then, yes. and then, uh, when when I have your attention, I point at Jared, and I like very like strongly point at Jared, and I say, "Please comply with my instructions." And then I look like up back up at Stephanie, like like, did I do it? Is that good enough? Is that good? <laughs> did I did I? I'm a mean, and and you can see my my uh, my glass dome kind of flashing that not quite red because I don't know I'm gonna do that very well, <laughs> but it's like flashing like really strong, like, and I'm kind of like ooh, kind of stance like a like a big boy. <laughs> Very strong, very brave. Uh, Stephanie looks at you and says, "You are so tough. You're thank ready. you for your assistance. You've been a great help." <laughs> okay, great. Um, All right, let's let's, let's, let's get do on. this, Jared. Um, I'm sorry. Do you prefer Jared or Clint? I guess I have to start going by Clint here, and don't worry, I'll put on my accent but when I need to. Going by Clint is probably a bad idea because you're like wanted. <gasps> oh, because we're trying. Right? We're oh yes, okay. J.K. Lol, 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 lol. Um, Jared. Laugh out loud. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So Jared still great. Jared um, still Jared. Yeah. Still just, Jared. Just Jared things. Just Jared. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, they went to Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when, oh, okay, hold the fucking phone. When we need a new diamond, you will have to go to Jared. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's you all connected. My God. You want product placement in your plot line? I got you, fam. Ooh, here we are. I got you. Oh, yeah. My God. Incredible. Okay, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Okay. Okay, great. Um, Let's go. Let's let's be mean. We're mean people now. Yeah. We're Move along. Mean. Nothing okay, to right. see here. Everybody, look mean. Let's go. So you approach Remedy. You leave the uh, Timothy and his squirrel friend in the fog. And you approach Remedy from the south. Uh, Val remembers that this was the same road, well, in Constance 1, the same road that Val took to enter Remedy the first time ever. 
back in episode one. Go back and listen if you haven't already. You notice as you approach that no guards are posted at the southern entrance to the city. And so you are just good to walk in. We walk Wait, in. I thought there were guards. What's happening? Oh. Well. They must be on break. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I guess it's All nighttime, right. so maybe they're, I don't know. The lights are on, though. Sure thing. Okay, Ellie, uh-huh. I need you to think those things because you sound so nice. Oh, and- God. Shoot. Yeah. Okay. Think okay. those things. I'll remember yeah. now. Okay, I got you. So as you're approaching, you notice there's no guards. Uh, as you hit the city limits and start walking into town, you do see uh, some some patrols going around. You notice them right away because they are wearing this uh, full plate body armor covering their entire bodies, uh, even helmets covering their heads and faces. And this is like jet black body armor that they are wearing. Um, no insignia, just completely black. Murdered out, to, would you yeah. say? Uh, well, it's a little shiny. It's not quite matte black, but it's oh, close okay, to murdered okay, out. Okay, okay. Um, they would be pretty hard to see if not for all the torches lit around town uh, that kind of you know reflect off the metal. No one's really noticing you yet. Everyone has a pretty chill attitude. Um, some of the guards are holding like crossbows. Some of them are holding swords. Uh, you, do, you notice a couple guards that are wearing uh, slightly different armor, like uh, lighter leather armor, perhaps to give them more movement. You're not sure. Um, so they do have weapons, but... No one really seems to be at high alert, like reading their body language, Stephanie, with your super high perception. Uh, no one seems tense. No one seems like they're looking for anything specific. You get the sense that this town is not being treated like a hotbed of violence or resistance from this. And that is kind of what you notice as you enter the city limits of Remedy. Cool. Um, we're probably going to walk in the direction of the mayor's house. Okay. Yes. Agreed. Cool. Completely agreed. So uh, you're approaching from the south. The mayor's house is uh, to the north. So remember the, the layout of Remedy is like four main roads, one in each cardinal direction that leads to this one big town square where like the stage was set up where the festival was kind of thing where you were going to do the, the raffle before the skeletons attacked. Um, so you'll need to pass through there unless you're going to take like side streets and back alleys um, to get to the north side of town. Side streets and back alleys, of course. Okay. Um, so yeah, Stephanie, again, you're super high perception. Uh, plus, you've been here before. You you know that uh, you remember this this layout of the town, the four cardinal directions, and uh, yeah, you you drag the group into an alley then mm-hmm. and head north. Okay, cool. Yeah, I if we can avoid patrols, that's ideal. So I feel like that would happen if we're going if we're kind of like staying off the main road. Okay, so from the southern road, you slink uh, into an alley between a couple of, uh, of shops. There's like kind of shops down here in the, in the Southern District. And these shops all have uh, their lights on. And as you kind of uh, slink through this alley, there's a couple windows and you're kind of crouching down low. Uh, there are people inside these shops and you do hear some voices. Does that interest you or would you like to keep going? And I don't mean that, I don't mean that like an asshole. I mean like, are you trying to stop and gather intel, intel excuse me, or are you just powering through? There's no right answer. Um- I sure, no wrong yeah, answer, I we'll, say. we'll pause for a minute. I have the observant feet, so I can read lips. That's right. That's perfect. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the first I'm one you peek into. Vibe. I'm doing a vibe check on the Doing town. a vibe check. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you peek in. That's the official D&D spell. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, um, what's my modifier for that? Should I roll for the vibe check? Or the, I guess the town would roll for the vibe check, really? Right. The vibe's not up to you. I mean, you bring your own vibes. You have Stephanie vibes, but the remedy vibes are, are the hometown advantage. So, Stephanie, you peek into this first shop. It looks like it used to be something else, like maybe like a like a small cafe or a bakery. 
but a lot of things in the shop have been like pushed away and like pushed to the walls and pushed to the side to clear this big spot in the middle of the floor. And you see two of these uh, jet black armor guards standing there at the door, guarding the door from the inside so people can't go out, basically. And in the center of the shop, there are now uh, four like anvils set up in the center of this old bakery and some like pits of like, gosh, I guess lava in the corner. Not like a, not like a lava pit, but like like what blacksmiths use to to heat their metal and stuff. Uh, this has been turned mm, into like a make- did not Somebody did not um, do their homework to find out what that's called. About huh? blacksmith lava? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. my bad. I need to work on my uh, <laughs> historical fiction. Um, it's like a forge? Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah. just totally... That totally took me out of the whole moment. Yeah, so. oh, a jacuzzi. It's a, a jacuzzi. It's a lava jacuzzi. You know, you know, like this is the it's Ghibli tie-in. It's where a metal jacuzzi. In Howl's yeah. Moving for, Castle, this yeah. is where the fire lives. Yeah, played by uh, Billy Crystal. This uh, this old cafe has been transformed into a makeshift uh, blacksmith shop. It looks like, and kind of haphazardly, so not really, not very efficiently. And as these two soldiers watch on, uh, a couple of non-soldier people, a couple of plain-clothed folk are taking turns like hammering away at some some swords on these anvils or uh you know dipping them into the the sword lava people are being put to work here is the vibe you wanted a vibe check it is these soldiers are putting these people to work in this ramshackle shop and are they in chains they're not in chains but the guards are definitely standing at the door so they can't get out mm-hmm. so it is uh not a a voluntary looking situation um how good is Stephanie's memory, you think? My wisdom is hella high. Okay. I won't so. make you roll for it then. Um, you recognize one of the people in this shop, Stephanie. One of the gentlemen hammering away at one of these swords is the uh, the carnival barker that you met at the Harvestside Festival that made you uh, play Pin the Tail on the Kobold, where you won the, uh, won the doll. Mm-hmm. This carnival mm-hmm. barker mm-hmm. is now uh, working here in this blacksmith shop. And he is, uh, his face is kind of dirty. He's very sweaty. Uh, he looks like he's lost some weight, and uh, yeah, he doesn't look too happy. And that is the vibe of the window you peek into. Got it. Okay, we are definitely continuing on. Okay. I, um, bop, bop, when bop, bop. when we're in um, in the alley and like nobody can see us, like after that, I just turn around to Ellie and I give her a big frowny face, like "Oh my god!" And then we just keep going. Wait, I'm going to back up a second. Did Eric just? Uh, home the tune of Duel of the Fates. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, because is it is it only because of the fact that Danny mentioned that we're in a room with lava in it and <laughs> yeah, is that Maybe. why I did it? Yeah, uh, it's because power yeah. Session, I guess yeah. subconsciously Somebody's you were like, oh yeah, remember Star when Obi Wan and, and Anakin did the thing? Oh, probably. I mean, probably. Yeah, we we well, all have the in my here. in my head it was really me trying to do like what's a good musical cue for like speedy feet. Like go fast, yeah. like run, yeah. like oh, we're gonna move on now. But I think you're right. The suggestion of the lava, big Mustafar um, vibes. It yeah. Anyways, the mind is a powerful place. <laughs> what a mind palace, Eric has. What a mind palace. <laughs> um, so so Ellie sees you make this frowny face, uh, Stephanie, and so telepathically she says, "Not good." And then I shake my head, and say, very low, we should be quick. She nods sternly and, uh, okay, she says, oh, wait, shoot. And then she whispers telepathically, okay, and you shuffle (laughs) off. Why is she whispering telepathically? Because she's Ellie and she's adorable. Let her do her thing. You take these alleys uh, northward and you are going to have to kind of uh, go around the perimeter here of the center of town. So 
as you are uh, slinking and sliding your way through the the seedy underbelly of this small farming community, you you come to a spot where the word dualistic. Do you think this will get us a copyright takedown? Yes. No, I'm not. No. So you you get to a point now where you're sort of near this town square and there's like a like a gap between the buildings that you're gonna have to kind of make a quick you're gonna have to jump dart out for a quick second where people might be able to see you so you're gonna have to time this kind of well so do you want me to peek out somebody should peek out i mean i don't want to make you peek out i'm, just, I'm, I'm gonna just, peek you know, out okay i'm so gonna jared peek out, out and i'm Great. gonna look around what do i amazing. see amazing 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 thank you so much i'm glad it was jared too um so uh you peek out jared and you can see the center of town, the same, not the same way, obviously, because it's a different world, but very similar looking to the one you remember. Uh, it's this big open town square with a stage kind of constructed here in the middle of town that was being used for, you know, festive things back in your world. But um, here, there is uh, some more of those uh, jet black soldiers, and they are kind of encircling the, the perimeter of this square. And there is one of them up on the stage uh, of... The square, I guess. I keep saying square. One of these soldiers is up on the stage where you remember uh, people standing for the festival. And this soldier is uh, calling out commands. And you see that the people that the soldiers are surrounding near the stage, again, there's a group of townsfolk, group of uh, plainclothes citizens who are holding weapons. They're holding like swords or a big axe or uh, a mace. And this soldier on the stage is calling out commands. And the soldiers, or sorry, the, the people are trying to, like, follow orders, like, fall in rank. Like, he's teaching them, like, combat moves, basically. Like, you know, forward, left, punch kind of stuff. And they're mimicking what this uh, this soldier on stage is calling out. He calls out the, the fourth or fifth move. And uh, it's like a like a big swipe supposed to supposed to be kind of thing. But you see somebody in the back of the flanks do it wrong. He, you know, sweeps left instead of right. And immediately, one of the jet black soldiers moves forward and kicks this dude in the back of the knee. So he drops to his knees, and then he takes him by the back of the head and puts his face down into the dirt and holds him there for a second. And you hear the soldier very uh, kind of far away say, Fall in line, grub! And then moves away, and the, the gentleman stands up. And, uh, Jared, I am going to make you roll to see if you recognize this person. Okay. Um, do wisdom. A wisdom roll to see if you recognize this dirt grub who just got kicked. Fifteen. Yeah, that's good. Um you, because you lived in Remedy for a little while before the festival. You were staying there for a couple of weeks. I was. Uh, this person is the uh, throwback. You remember that at the Harvestide Festival, there was a small child who was questioning you furiously about things. This is the kid's dad. Uh, <gasps> this is Mil- little Milton's dad, who has been uh, drafted into this kind of uh, combat duty and is not doing so well here. Gotcha. But uh, it is definitely a familiar face that you recognize from the okay. original Remedy. So. If y'all want to um, get through this little gap here, we're going to have a stealth roll to see if you can uh, quietly and covertly get across this small gap in the alley to the other side to make your way to the north side of town. D20. So, okay. A stealth check from everyone, please. Everybody. Good. I fucking crit. Hell yeah. Crit 20. Ellie got a 14. I got a 13. I also got a 13. Okay, yeah. That's... <laughs> uh, thankfully, you have all rolled high enough um, that <laughs> while while this guard is yelling at the man here in the back of the flanks, uh, the other guards turn their attention toward that and kind of like 
jostle each other like, yeah, yeah, get him, get him, Fred, or whatever. And uh, while they are briefly distracted by this, you slink through this little gap in the alley and make it to the north side, and you have avoided being seen. So <laughs> And then Duel of the Fates plays what yet happened? again. You have made your way over to the uh, north side of town toward the uh, residential area, toward where you remember uh, the mayor, Mabel, uh, her house being. So you, you move over to her street, I guess, her little block in this town. Not a very big town, not many blocks, but you have found hers and you are now uh, crouched in the, uh, in the bushes across the street from her house. I'm going to comedically be like, Mabel, Mabel. Maybe we should uh, rocks not. Window? Hold on, hold on. I grab a rock and I throw it at the front window, and I say, "Mabel, how big was the rock?" Shut. <laughs> it was a pebble. Uh, is a pebble? Yeah. Val <clears throat> grabs probably a good softball-sized rock near them. Oh my and god. Robot strength, full servo, oh chucks God. it straight full at that Full softball underhand, full softball I like underhand. That no, 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 fucking, no, no, overhand. This is a full-on cartoonist wind I like, like that we snuck all the way over it, here just for you fucks to make a bunch of noise and blow our fucking cover. So, hey, I'm a mean so, robot, remember? I'm that is acting. so on brand. So Val I'm and acting. Jared, Val and Jared, uh, could you make uh, an attack roll for me with your with your rocks? <laughs> I got a nine. I also got a nine. So you both got nines? So I'm rolling yeah. the same as me. Uh, so presumably you were aiming for the windows, right? I was aiming for whatever Jared was aiming for. I think your Jared was I- aiming for the window. The old pebble at the window trick. Yeah. 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 Uh, so with a nine, you don't get it far enough. Both the pebble and the softball rock land at the, the base of the house underneath the window, though uh, the softball makes a bit of a noise when it hits the wall pretty weak throw for a war robot and yeah it's actually not great uh there are lights on inside and uh with all the yelling and uh and with this kind of thud that the softball rock makes you see uh, a figure pass by one of the windows going toward the door can i use my perception to see who i think it might be sure um it's it's far away and it's dark so i am gonna make you roll for it even though your perception is fantastic absolutely Please make me roll. Yeah, go ahead and um, roll for it. I do have dark vision, mm-hmm. and okay. I rolled a nine plus 11. God, it's just 11. <laughs> Uncanny. Never forget. Uncanny. Never forget what a good roll. So uh, with such a- oh, Sorry, such a, a 20, not nat. Right, a not nat 20. A, an artificial 20. Um, with an artificial <laughs> 20, you can tell that this is not a small elderly woman that passes by this window. It is, in fact, a uh, soldier in black armor. Mm. Oh my goodness! But uh, no, no helmet. But you, uh, you can't really make out the face because they just pass by the window very quickly. But that's what you—that's what you get. Um, guys, that's not Mabel. It's a guy. It's a soldier. It's a soldier boy. Okay. Um, shit. Then what? Where do we go now? Okay, so the other three people that we know in town are prisoners too. Um, fuck. The front door opens. Down. You're also crouched behind the bushes. So, yeah. uh, and out out of the front door emerges this soldier in the black armor with no helmet. And through the dark, they call, 
Who's out there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Who is that? And you see Ellie's kind of make a face from under the bush or from behind the bush. Ellie's kind of like making like a, wait, hang on, face. I heard somebody say something. Oh, no. Wait. I forget this this character. Who is this? (laughs) I, you have so many voices. You see Ellie. Well, you don't see, you hear Ellie in your head, Stephanie. She goes, is that Toolman? I peek through the bushes just ever so slightly. Fucking bastard. You are looking at the Constance 2 version of Toolman, who you remember as the lead guard of Edric's forces in the Petrichor Forest. Toolman's going to roll a perception check. It's dark and Toolman's tired, so he didn't do so well. Uh, that's a a natural nine and uh, he kind of rubs his eyes Mm. and uh, does one of the heels and then he uh, walks back inside and closes the door do I like okay so I vibe check do I feel like he's living there or he's just on guard hmm he looked when he came out he kind of rubbed his eyes he was tired like maybe he was sleeping in there okay who else do we know in Remedy? Aww. Do we know anybody else? I mean... Anybody. How can I help you today? Oh, no. A little loud. <laughs> um, Ellie says telepathically, because now she's worried about being loud. Thanks, Val. She says, Well, we haven't looked everywhere yet. Okay, where are we going? Oh, oh, I, I don't know. That's all I had. Oh, oh go- okay. Um, okay, we'll just, we, we can try, keep we can going. try a different part Let's of keep town. Going. What if... What if we went east? Let's go to the east side. There are two other on. sides of town. Yes. <laughs> so let's go to the east. I mean, we t- like theoretically went through the one of the sides to get there, right? Because we were avoiding the middle part. Sure. You're. Uh, I guess we'll say you were on the west side, and so now, I mean, remedy is mostly like shops, uh, shops and and houses. Uh, so the east, you remember, are the uh, the stables where you originally first uh, acquired the horse corps. From the the remedy Aww, stables, the so. horse core. Is there oh horse, my God, is there is a universe horse core that we could use? I was just gonna. Sorry, say Sorry, I can't. That. I know that I can't talk out loud. The horse corgin story. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the east side. East to side. the stables. Oh We're being so loud. Let's just go. Okay. Oh wait. Shoot. Okay. What's up, Quest fam forever? This is Danny, the DM, your DM, stopping in here in the middle of the episode to say hello. This is going to be the same mid-episode hello for episodes 23 and episode 24. It'll be the same one both times. I'm recording this in mid-December, and there's a lot going on, of course, in December for, you know, reasons. So we're just going to do one here and knock it out. If you're listening to episode 23, hope you're enjoying the return to Remedy. If you're listening to episode 24, well, I won't spoil it for the 23 folks, but you know what's going on. It is, of course, the giving season of the year, and what better way to give back to one of your favorite Dungeons & Dragons podcasts than to leave us a rating and or a review on your podcast app of choice. 
that would be the most generous gift you could give us this uh, wintry season here. Uh, five stars seems like a pretty good review to me. I think we were good all year. I think we've earned it, and we've earned your love as well. So if you wanted to do that, that would be so helpful. Uh, we would appreciate it so much, and you know, you could use it as a tax write-off maybe. I don't really know how taxes work, but uh, look into it. Maybe ask your tax professional. I'm sure they would love to hear that conversation about you donating to a podcast. Anyway, uh, do that. That would be very nice of you, and thank you so much. You could also give us a follow on the old social medias, the, the sosh, as the kids say. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on TikTok, kind of. We're on YouTube, all those places. Instagram is our main haunt. That's where we post episode updates and pictures and all kinds of fun stuff. But there will be content on the others. So give us a follow there. That'd be awesome. That'd be very cool. And we would like that as well. Lastly, real quick here, I want to tell you about our podcast network that we run called The Nostalgia Network and all the other shows on it. So me and Eric and David and Jessica and a few other folks who are not on this podcast but are on other network podcasts all kind of run this this dang thing. Uh, we've got, obviously, our podcast, Quest Friends Forever. We've got the Nostalgia Podcast, where Eric and Jessica talk about movies and remakes and sequels and all that kind of fun stuff. We've got the Lousy Advice Podcast, where Eric and his band Lousy Advice talk about music and make all kinds of top lists and fun stuff. And our newest show, The Momos and the Appas, where Eric and Jessica and Dr. Amber Jones get together and talk about the TV show Avatar The Last Airbender, episode by episode. They analyze it and kick around some fun ideas about it. It's a really fun time. So you should check out all those shows as well. There's more info at www.thenostalgianetwork.com. And that's it for me. Uh, You'll be hearing this both on December 15th and December 29th, or anywhere in between, if you're listening not on release dates, which, you know, get on the ball. Um, We'll speak again in January then, I suppose. I hope everyone has a safe and fun wintry time out there this month. Enjoy yourselves, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. So you move uh, away from the residential section of town to the north toward the uh, stables and uh, livestock pens to the east. As you approach, again, crouching and slinking your way through back alleys, you get close to these these stables and uh, there's kind of a, a low din of like animal noises, some, some pigs, you know, uh, doing their thing. I was about to oink, but I can't oink. A, f- a few far away uh, horse whinnies and, and you know how horses do. There they are. Uh, Go get them. <laughs> And uh, as you kind of uh, get close to these these ambient animal noises, um, you also hear uh, a lower din of of some people whispering as well. And as you peek around the corner, you see uh, two of those of those guards again, but they have their backs towards you, and they are uh, sitting on the ground near these stables, uh, having a conversation that you can't quite make out from from where you are, a couple a uh, couple dozen feet away. All right, I'll be right back, and I. I turn into a a rat. I turn into a little rat. Okay. Some Stuart Little vibes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, you hear Ellie say, oh, uh, okay, good luck. And then I like look back at her and I say, and I like uh, motion or I do like, I think for a second. And then I do one shake <laughs> and then I go. She gives you a thumbs up because <laughs> she also remembers. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Shh, she says. <laughs> Okay, uh, okay, so I'm gonna like try to like scurry 
close, not like too close to them, but close enough to where I could like hear them and see what their vibe is and see what they're talking about. Okay. Uh, so you scurry kind of in the direction of these two uh, sitting guards who are, they're kind of looking out uh, out of Remedy. Like the, the stables are kind of on the, the border of town. So they're looking kind of out toward the east, uh, toward the fields. And you said they're, they're on the ground. They're, they're sitting very casually. And as you get close, you hear him say, um, no way, bruv. I caught a fish that was way bigger than that. And the other one says, no, no way, gov. I caught the biggest fish I ever saw. And uh, like that back and forth kind of continually. Uh, they're not very uh, focused on their duty is the vibe. Is there anything or anyone else around that I can check out? So if out? you go past them, you can enter the the stables. Yeah, They're, I'm doing that. Okay, cool. So you go away from the, the two the two fishmonger guards, and you come around the corner to the Remedy Stables, and you see uh, right in front of you a collection of, of some, some classic barnyard animals, some pigs, uh, some goats, some horses. And then a little further down, next to the stables, uh, you see some some new buildings have been added that you don't remember from uh, Remedy 1. Uh, these buildings are uh, extremely kind of uh, ramshackle, like they were uh, not made by a skilled architect, we'll say, just kind of nails and wood in the shape of a vague square. And huddled up together in these little ramshackle uh, huts, and with, with hay on the ground still, like, like in the animal pens, are uh, a lot of uh, children and older folk who are kind of sitting with the children. Um, there is a, a single like lantern uh, lit in this kind of ramshackle hut. Everyone's kind of huddled around and they're sort of, uh, you know, holding their arms together. Like it's kind of cold and uh, yeah, they're all sitting there looking uh, sallow and unhappy. Okay. Do I notice any sort of chains or anything? Uh, no, they're not restrained. Okay. Cool. But the, cool, the guards cool, are close cool. enough to this area where they would notice if somebody got up and walked out. Got it. Even though they are very, uh, being very lax right now. But potentially we could make a door at the other side of this and they wouldn't see them come out, right? You can sure as fuck try. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, you are in your mouse state, sorry, in your rat state, you are small enough that they are still pretty far away. So you, uh, you can't really make out any identities of these people that are huddled together in the dark. Sure. Okay. Um can I still hear the guards from where I'm at? Yeah, you hear, Oi, that's nothing. One time, my friend caught an even bigger fish. Okay. Are they Iconic. not any character in particular? Or maybe perhaps you're doing the two dumb uh, British sailors from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oi! They say in response. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Fair. Um, so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to look around to see if there's any... If I notice any other guards anywhere here. Not that you can see. Not that I can see. Cool. Okay. Um, like, like it's the same vibe as when you first walked in. Like, there are guards here, but no one looks like they're very concerned with, with uh, you know, resistance or escape attempts. It's a very uh, lax kind of security. How many people are in this uh, ramshackle thing? 40-ish. 40. A quick, cool. a quick rat head count nets you uh, around 40. <laughs> a quick rat head count. They're all Excellent. very tall. Well, no, it's children and the elderly. But she's a rat, though. Oh, to you, so I guess they're still pretty tall. Yeah, sure, they're sure, all sure. very tall. It's all perspective. Giants it's forced perspective. Yeah. Cool. This is what I'm going to do. So if I reveal myself in, in this space, the guards are going to know. So I'm not going to do that. 
I'm going to go back to my party. Okay. And I'm going to turn back into a person. I'm going to say, okay, you guys. It's just these two cards. I have a plan. I could get everybody out of here. But I need, I need you to make a distraction. Perfect. I can do that. Uh, Ellie says, should I pretend to be the Landgrave? I think you're going to have to be. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, I mean, unless anybody can, like, make these guys just go to sleep or, like, charm them or something. Because, look, here, here. I once learned a spell called Pass Without a Trace where I create a veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection for the duration. Shut up, I need to hear it. Each creature, each for the duration, which is up to one hour, uh, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, note that it does not have a uh, A limit. limit. But as long as they stay within Um, 30 feet of you? Has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity and stealth checks. And cannot be tracked except by magical means. A creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or other traces of its passage. So they don't become invisible. They just get super big stealth bonuses and can't be traced. Yes. They're essentially a ghost. Okay. We just have to deal with the two guards out there. Okay. And then we can make this happen. Initial idea. Here's what I'm thinking. Um... We just give a couple big bonks. Big bonks, Ellie says. Uh, as soon as after Ellie says that, Val kind of gestures like a like a harumph physically. Like a, I'm tough. I'm a tough guy. I'm a tough one. You s- yeah, harumph. Yeah. Stand up straight. I yeah. find a big piece of wood. We sneak in stealthily as such, and we do a big old bonk bonk. Um, is that the best plan that you that you think? Is that is that gonna work ellie says i mean i, c- I can't I, do magic so that's up to you guys if this is gonna be something else i mean i have no tylenol pm on me so <laughs> i this is the closest thing i can think val can't you charm people val almost says sure thing but then goes shake hmm. <laughs> so what i'm hearing here is that the bonks are kind of on the table still. It might be good to have an emergency bonk ready. Okay. You I'll have find that ready just in case it doesn't work. So I start looking around for a piece of wood or something heavy that I can do said bonking with. Uh, so since you're near uh, the stables and these kind of ramshackly built uh, shacks, there is some spare planks of wood lying near closer to the guards like behind them still like it's just a big pile of wood behind these stables that you could uh perhaps slouch over to get okay should i slouch in approach of the bonks or should i slouch retrieve retreat then plan of action slink Um, back in for bonks i feel like we should let val try first and then spring into action if needed okay you know what yeah val you go do your thing bonks will set well we're we're the backup bonkers you have to make a wisdom saving throw. So wait, I'm so I'm doing this whiz. at a level two. At high, you say ha ha using whiz? spell slot of second level or higher, you yes. can target one additional creature for each slot a level above first. So I'm going to try for both of them. Okay. It is a twelve. My spell save DC is thirteen. <gasps> yeah! Oh my god, this is going to work. Goddamn! Wow. 
okay. So tell me uh, how it how it manifests, Val. What happens? So they're charmed. And then right, that's yeah. Uh, nothing, that's what we're nothing, about. nothing comes at them or would w- like wistfully blows by them to get their attention. Or like that, that, I just got them. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a maybe it's like an infrared sensor coming from my chat, my my warbot chassis. You you can't see it with the human eye, but it's there. <laughs> and then so now they got they got the charms. Now I just confidently stand up. Now I'm in acting mode, and I okay. stand up and I'm kind of, uh, junk 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 like forcefully walking. If that's <laughs> If that's a, Clunk, how to describe clunking. it, yeah. As you get yeah, closer, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, clunking. As you get closer, you hear the you hear the guards say, "Wow, those footsteps sound great." Yeah, and charmed. I get I get close to them, and then I don't say anything. I don't use my language. I just kind of forcefully point at them to instruct uh, them mm-hmm. to one respect me. Okay, because <laughs> I am I am very powerful, and you should fear but also admire me. Okay, I'm so trying to convey this with hand gestures okay. from a little four-foot robot. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's coming across, if they're picking up what I'm putting down. Well, something else to remember is that you are the weapon. Right, exactly. So yeah. respect it. So they hear these... these Respect uh, the drip. <laughs> God. <Yeah. laughs> Val has an oil drip? They should probably get that looked oh, at. Oh, no. Yeah, um, maintenance. Respect it. The, they hear this clonking, clop, 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 come over, uh, and they turn, and they say, Why isn't this a sight? Um, they say... <laughs> What you know, bruv? It's the weapon. Come to visit us on duty. That's great. That's the goddamnedest best thing that's happened to me all day. And I get we love you, weapon. Them. Great work. And and I kind of like huh? I kind of taken it back a little bit. Like oh praise. And I kind of I kind of <laughs> that's what I do when I get fle- I kind of like flex a little bit in front of them. Like <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh bruv, that's I kind of do like the glorious, you know, like bruv. The, the, glorious. Where's my beach ball? I think it's I think it landed over there. Such a, my biceps kind of poses. Such a mighty weapon you are, bruv. I walk over to one of the walls and I punch it really hard to show that like I'm powerful. Uh, yeah, you see, you punch the wall of this stable. Uh, you knock one of the one of the planks out. Uh, yeah, it, it's not going to knock down the whole stable. It's fine. No, uh, no Stephanie's no, no. concerned. Kill, I'm not going to kill uh, the innocent people, women, and children on the inside. Uh, and and the the two guards uh, clap. Or yeah, what a, what a show of force. And that's why I get closer to them and I uh, extend my hand out for a handshake to the one on the left. Uh, they they kind of hand slap each other like hand fight trying to trying to be there first, uh, and the one on the left. Uh, wins. I don't go too close. And I just kind of hold it out there. Yeah, they have they have to come the forward. Have to go cover most of the distance. They have to come forward like onto a, their. It's less of like a hey mate, how you doing? Shake my hand, and more of like a kiss the ring of the pope. Kind they of have thing. to uh, scramble onto their hands and knees uh, from their sitting yeah. position and crawl towards right. you. Grovel and, at the weapon. And the one on the left gets there first and uh, shakes her hand and goes, "Oh, it's oh, an this honor." Is going to Val's head. It's an honor. <laughs> So great to be in your presence, bruv. Okay, and then now, now I take my hand away, and I point at the prisoners, and I like, like forcefully, I point at them, and then I point outwards away from, uh, away from them, to say like, now let them go. You want us to bury them in the fields? All right, sure, bruv. We'll get on it. Um. So while yeah, right, what's happening? Um, uh, meanwhile, while this is all going on, this this uh, meanwhile, show... I'm gonna go into the stables. And uh-huh. I think it's probably best if Ellie stays out there with Jared for now. Oh, you're going solo. Right. Uh, I'm going to go solo for now because okay. they're probably terrified of her. And uh, I'm going to say, hey, everybody. Um, it's me. Hi. Um, the uh, You probably don't remember me because uh, you were gone by the time I saved your town. But um, 
I need you all to come with me because we're go we're getting out of here. And I got you. And so, so does so do my friends. We're out there. Come on. We got you. Let's get away from um all of this. Also, the robot and the woman that you see right now are on our side. So um don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. But be very quiet. And then I cast a uh, pass without a trace. While you are giving this very long uh, set of instructions. Uh, no, okay, let me, let me back Jesus up a little Christ. bit. Jesus Christ. Let me back a little bit. Before I point at the people, because obviously like I can kind of see over the guard's shoulders to see Ellie kind of, or I mean, Stephanie kind of like sneaking up to them. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I still have the guard's attention. So okay. after they grovel and they go to shake my hand, then I continue the, the, the flexing. I continue the sort of like a- Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, similarly, I think Al did the same thing, but uh, one of them starts sketching you in the dirt with their finger. Uh, they're they're eating it up. They love it. Um, and the other one's just clapping. So uh, Stephanie, as you're giving this little speech, uh, there's a bit of a bit of a gasp when you first walk in because holy shit, someone's here. Like oh oh. And then as you finish talking, uh, some of the people kind of lean forward. They kind of come forward from the corner of this uh, very bad little shitty ramshackle shack, and. Um, Emerging from the corner with a uh, with a little limp is Mabel, the mayor of Remedy. <gasps> and she says, well, now, ain't this some shit? No. Uh, she, says, <laughs> <laughs> she says, oh, dear. There's a face I didn't think I would see again. Yes. Guess what? I'm here and we have to go right now. So everybody has to stay very close to me if we want this to work. Like, we're trying to leave so nobody knows where you went. We're trying to go. So um, follow me right now. Uh, some of the kids start to stand up and uh, Mabel reaches out and puts a hand on their shoulder to like, tell them to wait. And she says, well, now, hang on. What about the woman you were traveling with? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, she put us here and I don't know if No, 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 is... no. This is... This oh. is an alternate dimension. We oh have my. been trying to find you because when we got back from dealing with Bone Daddy, you oh guys my. were all gone. Everybody was gone. And um, and we have a portal open to our normal world because the person that you saw here that was with uh-huh. us is a bad person. But we have the good person with Wait. us. And the good robot is with us. We, But we, you so have to trust me. Oh, boy. Cut, I am the protector. During the middle of this long conversation, <laughs> cut back to cut back to the shot where we see Val, the beam that Val punched down. Uh-huh. Val is now bench pressing this beam in front a of a single two beam of wood. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, okay. So Mabel, uh, Mabel takes in this confusing uh, 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 bit of information, and she says, "Are you going to get us out of here right now? If we leave right now." But just says, right uh, now, we have to go. She says, "Our well, poor I, little guy." I don't know about all that, but it can't be worse than here. So, all right, dearie, just be, we'll see. What, just be, be very quiet when we're at, not a sound. You okay, got me, dearie. everybody. Quiet. Stay close to me. And she, don't freak out. She, uh, she looks at the kids again and, and nods, and the kids all stand up, and uh, some of the other folks stand up, and uh, they're obviously kind of all following Mabel's lead. Like they still look up to her. It seems like. And she takes a step towards you and kind of uh, waves her arms to bring everyone close to her. And she says, all right, well, let's do what this lady says and then uh, figure out just what in the holy heck is going on later. So I'm going to peek outside of the stable Uh now and look at Ellie 
and look at Jared and okay. like thumbs up. Let's go. Go. I, I pick go. up my wood plank and I signal a, like, oh, bonk, bonk. Run! Like we're leaving. We're, they're coming with us. They're coming with us. We can't. Okay. They, they know us now. We have to go. Oh, okay. So then I also I follow it up with like, okay, so bonk. <laughs> no, no, Jared, no bonking, no bonk. Okay. And so oh, I drop the. Bank. I like. I'm like big signing. <laughs> like no, like no, no. no. Like I'm trying oh. to spell it out with my body, YMCA style. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. Um. I drop the plank and I'm like, oh, no bonk. Okay. Okay. Oh, I guess go. we're not. Let's go. Okay. We don't have to bonk. That's I guess good. we're not bonking. All right. Yeah, well, yeah we'll, they're, they're we'll coming. We, we can't leave witnesses. Let's go. Okay. So uh, so you have the folks. So Wait, what you... no bonking, but we can't leave witnesses? Oh, my God. Uh, no, they're, they're coming so... with us. The guards are coming with us. Oh. The guards are coming with us. Okay. Because if we hurt them, then they, uh, uh, yeah, they if we hurt them. They snap out of it, and mm. when they're questioned, they're gonna. There's gonna be a robot here, so we we literally have to take them with us. We have to go, everybody, and stay very close to me because there will be not a trace left. There will so, be no trace. So out of the stable, uh, the rest of you see Stephanie emerge with uh, about three dozen or so uh, elderly folk and children. So they're moving a little bit slow, but they're all very kind of uh, tightly packed. Uh, are they like surrounding you or are they all behind you? They're probably surrounding me and somebody else is going to lead the way to the portal. Okay. Uh, the oldest the oldest kid uh, in this group is, uh, is a girl. She's 10. And uh, she's one of the ones that helped Mabel to her feet. So she, uh, she kind of gathers the other kids. So the kids are in front and she's leading them. Um, and you all see uh, Stephanie and this pack of uh, kids and old folk emerge from the stable. And so Ellie, Ellie stands up. And uh, starts to walk over there, I guess. Okay, Val, take point. Take the guards with you. Uh, yeah. So the uh, as this happens, the guards turn and look and see uh, uh, this happen, and they uh, have the uh, question mark above their head from Metal Gear, and they go, "What's all this then?" Move along. Nothing to see here. Oh, all right. If if the weapon says, then I guess the weapon knows. What uh, what's what then? Right. I sort of do like the like come with me gesture with my hand, and I say, "Please comply with my instructions." Oh, we're coming along. Oh, oh, we must be we must be moving the prisoners elsewhere. All right, all right. Uh, weapon, ah, it's so great to be in your. This is wonderful, bruv. Wow. And I and I forcefully point in the direction, and I say, "Do the thing." What a shiny chassis, they say. <laughs> uh, okay. So we're all moving to the portal now. Okay, so this cluster. This living cluster of almost 50 people now, crammed very close together in a little square, is moving very slowly around the, uh, probably the outskirts of town, probably not going back through. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. You're already on the, the eastern outskirts. edge of town. Yeah. Okay. We are trying to get there the safest, quietest, and quickest way possible. Okay. So even everyone's fucking, I don't know, passive stealth uh, is, is off the charts right now, especially when you're moving pretty slow. You're not really going to... Uh, make a lot of noise although a slow moving cluster of 50 folks is is kind of big but uh like we said this is not a very uh heavily guarded town uh or at least not a very severely seriously guarded town so you slowly make your way around the uh the outskirts and um it's going well which is cool until you get near the uh near the southern tip of the city 
so getting pretty close to our goal. And uh, Stephanie, from from the direction of the portal where you know you're taking everyone, you see a uh, little squirtle come running towards you and uh, stops near the, the center of this cluster of folks and makes uh, concerned squirtle noises. Oh, no. Um, I cast uh, Speak with the Animal. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um. <laughs> so the, the chirps just become language, right? Um, you gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. The knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited to their intelligence, but at minimum, beasts can give you information about nearby locations, monsters, including whatever they can perceive or okay. have perceived within the past day. So pretty simple, pretty simple messages. Not like, yeah. where art thou? The squirrel won't say. Okay. Okay. So, uh, the squirrel is chittering, uh, concernedly and you cast a spell and then you hear. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! <laughs> bam! 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 What happened? Bam. What happened? Danger! 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 People! What? People! Bad people! people. Come bad in. people! Bad people! Come in. Is our friend okay? He sent me! He sent me! He sent five you! Okay! Danger! Um, well? Walnuts! Well, Walnuts! Sorry! Oh, that's, that's always happening! What's your name? <laughs> Jeremy! Jeremy. Jer- That's a, a Jeremy very... Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, how many? How many people? My intelligence is two. I don't know. More than one. More than one. Let's go. Let's all go right now. Quick, 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 quick. Do we see... Um, is the fog still there? I mean, the fog is still there, but... Yeah. So uh, as you as you kind of get a little further away from the, the outskirts of town. Uh, it's, it's not super far. Like I said, we were, we were what, 50 yards away? Uh, so you see this, this patch of fog for sure. And remember how earlier I said it would be hard to see these guards in the dark except for the lights? Well, there's not really a lot of lights out here. Um, so the ones of you that have dark vision, uh, you can kind of make out this kind of uh, foggy gray image in the dark of uh, four of these uh, jet black guards walking slowly and kind of uh, like cautiously Toward this fog. Okay. Shit! 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 The squirrel says. Got it. Thank you. Um, Val casts uh, dancing lights in the opposite direction. So hopefully that'll distract the guards to see that there's another thing. And then I'll make it, I'll make the lights sort of like kind of run almost away from them in the wrong direction. The classic Lord of the Rings, so the rock in the other direction move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Close <laughs> enough to get their attention to think that somebody's running from them so they can go that way. So you cast it uh, away from the fog. Yes. Okay. Um, they stop in their tracks when they see these uh, lights appear, and they kind of look at each other, and you you can tell they're communicating. You're not close enough to hear what they're saying, and two of them peel off and uh, head toward the lights. I want to use heat metal on them. You want to use heat metal? Yeah, because they're armored, right? They're wearing yeah. suits of armor. Yes. Yeah, I want to use heat metal armor. on them. If we attack those guards, is that going to make the charm person people like turn against us that's a yes it will break the spell if they see their allies oh. harmed okay so then uh, what no i will attacking what i will say heat metal is not necessarily something val shoots out of their hands so what it just happens on them right what so these they would charmed by guards will like, see is is their friends just suddenly freak out and tear their armor off which is not yeah i want to make it like a like a funny thing i like, would not count that as an obvious attack if these guards don't know what heat metal is which uh, I don't know if you could tell. They're not super bright. 
you know, like if somebody has a bee in their car and they're freaking out. Yeah, literally the bees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say heat metal would not register to these people, these two guys, as an attack. Okay. That's the the DM wisdom I will offer in this situation. Am I allowed to use? We're not fighting fighting, so I have to wait my turn. Am I allowed to use heat metal twice at the same time? I mean, you can use it. two two spells uh, spell slots for it. <laughs> yeah, you could basically kind of uh, just. I mean, you have two hands, so I mean, you can burn two second level spots and do it do two at once. Yeah. Okay, I do that. Okay, but do it narratively for the podcast and the listening audience. <laughs> so I'm going to cast heat metal on both of the guards. So that way, because they don't see us, but they're not going to see me casting it on them. And they're just going to like start freaking out because their armor is going to start getting really, really hot. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that they freak out and like, oh my, God, oh my God, oh my God, it's hot, it's hot. And then not know what's going on and then just take all their armor off and be standing out in the middle of a cold, damp, dark field in their chonies. That is what would happen. Um, Be- bewildered as to what the hell just happened. Okay. Uh, so, Val, you cast a duo heat metal, a pair of heat metal spells at these uh, two guards that are approaching Timothy Timothy's fog cloud cover. And very quickly, you see uh, their two suits of jet black armor kind of start turning uh, red a little bit. You know, like when you put something hot on the stove or something. And it takes them a second. First, they're like, hey, oh, what's that? Ah, ooh, ah. And very quickly uh, from there, they start freaking out and, um, and yelling and, and screaming. Oi, oh, it's so hot, bruv. Oh. They all talk like that. It's not the same two guards. It's two different <laughs> guards, but they all have a very similar accent. Um, I mean, it would make sense if they're from, like, okay, in our universe, uh-huh. people from Australia speak like Australians, generally speaking. So I when mean, you're in Australia, it's not uncommon to hear a sure. lot of people speak with that accent. I mean, you're not in a different in country. This, you're in, another in this dimension. alternate universe, the accent in this alternate universe is not... Uh, ye olden fantasy times. Well, I mean, you've met you've met four people so far, so I wouldn't know if you can judge all the accents of the whole this whole dimension yeah. on these two folks. Uh, mm. So, so yeah, it's Oi. a pretty good assessment. Oh, my brother, it's so yeah, hot. I'm... Oh, I'm I'm boiling. I'm boiling inside. So they both, you see them uh, fling their helmets off and kind of launch them forward into the field. And uh, one of them's like, "Oi, undo me, unsnap me, unsnap me!" And then, "Oh, you want to snap me?" Blah blah blah, back and forth. Um, and eventually, they they get their chest pieced off. It's like, "Dude, where's my car?" Yeah. Like, what does mine like, say? Sawita. Yeah, exactly. But Good. <laughs> get off mine! No, no, no! Get off mine first! No, no, no! What oh a, man, mine's so hot! No, no, no! Mine is so hot! What a pop culture touchstone that we have just referenced. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So they they strip down out of their armor. They get all their armor off. It takes them a second. Uh, and there they are in there. Uh, yeah, sure. They're chonies. Why not? They're both wearing tidy waddies. Uh, these two human dudes. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. I was just gonna say boxer boxers. Oh, with hearts on them. But like baby blue boxers with little hearts or little. So. Ooh, what if it's no, 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 no. What if it's little robots on them because because of the weapon. Is in love with the robots. Aww. So so yeah, one of them's wearing uh, boxers. I'm with, trying to think of good merchandising opportunities for this podcast with branding. Sure, we're gonna have little Val chonies that we're gonna yeah. sell. Yeah. So one we're of them going is, to partner with Hanes. One of them oh, is no, wearing... I'm sorry, MeUndies. It's going to be a go. MeUndies. Oh, my God. It's, much, it's a podcast, yes. so we have to be sponsored by MeUndies. One of them is wearing yeah. uh, MeUndies with little robots on them, and the other one is wearing um, uh, actually uh, a, 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 a lacy black thong. Wow. <laughs> and the one with the Hot. robot looks at the other one and goes, what's all this, bruv? And the other, one says, ready, Jeff? the other one says, what? It's comfortable, and I am being myself. Leave me alone. But and does the uh, does that other guard like accept him? Be like, oh yeah, you yeah. know what? Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a dick. I'm not judging you. I'm, I'm a little surprised, but I gotta say, it looks like you're living your best life, bruv. 
I support you in everything you want to do forever. I love you. Platonically, but still. Men can Wait, say they, they love each other this, platonically. Are they actually a couple? Is no, it's platonic. Is this one of those situations where like two guards who stand the same post together it's for okay. 20 years because Aww. this is a David, world that David. they eventually just fall in love? It's okay for straight men to platonically love each other. There's nothing wrong with that. No, they're just, they just are who they are. It's okay. Um, yeah, so now these two guards are just standing in the field and there's gibbies is what's happening now. <laughs> are we in the fog yet? Well, that's happening. I assume you've... I, I imagine it took them a minute to get their armor off. Sure. I, I was kind of picturing you've stopped and let this happen. Are you still moving toward them this whole time? Oh, while they're distracted as fuck? Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, why, why would we stop? Well, it's a, like, it's a big open field. Like They're not, they're not like behind a corner. Uh, so so roll, uh, obviously it's going to be a very good roll, but roll a stealth check, everyone, uh, to make sure you can uh, roll with advantage. Plus 10. Roll with advantage also. So advantage and plus 10 because they're distracted and you are uh, blessed by this wonderful spell. But Wait, plus 10? Plus 10 no, and plus advantage. 10. Everyone. Everyone uh, who's no, for everybody. Everyone who's in the 20 because I got a two. Well, thank God. Wait, wait with well, advantage? Uh, wait, on your, you rolled twice, David. I'm going to do the second one. The second one is a 13 plus 10 okay. plus, 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 so, plus, 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 plus. As long as nobody crit fails, you'll be fine. So did anybody get a one? Twice. No. I got a 19 okay. plus 10. Okay. So as long as nobody crit failed, we're, we're going to survive this. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're too distracted, ripping their, their armor off and then complimenting each other's underwear to uh, notice this this cluster of folks moving slowly in the dark. Is and, the squirrel with us still? Uh, yeah, the squirrel is uh, is following along, still saying, ah, fuck, ah, shit, oh, no, danger. Um, it's very... Uh, but very, to only to... Only to only, to, Stephanie, only Stephanie hears to, this. To us, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> the squirrel says... Ah, nuts! Oh, nuts! I um, imagine them like riding on my shoulder, just kind of like hanging onto like a piece of my hair, like ah, oh, fuck, ah, oh, fuck, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> ah, shit! Uh, this yeah, is the most vulgar Disney side character I've ever heard of. So you have made it to the fog at this point, and as you make it to the fog, you hear back from town a bell start ringing, and not like a not like a clock tower bell, like somebody's ringing this bell frantically, like a ding, 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 ding. Right. Time to go. In and uh, in. See the portal. Go, go, go. And Let's go. Well, you're, you're moving very slowly. So it's all happening at once. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm uh, I, like, the, that's what I am saying. Yes. yes. The, the two uh, underweared guards now uh, turn back and look uh, frantically. And then they suddenly have very worried looks on their faces. And they, they say, Oi, crumpets. And they uh, start running back toward town. You see the two guards that were investigating the dancing lights off in the distance. They also stop uh, and turn and hightail it back toward town. And uh, Stephanie, you hear Mabel say, Oh, that's not good. We, sh- we should get going before uh, Val things goes get bad. And Val picks up Mabel. Okay. And oh, dear. With, bo- with both arms and is booking it. Sorry about your old bones, lady. Against this cold like probably a little dewy because we're out in the field in the middle of the night and it's all foggy and shit it's probably not good for your skin either but we need to go wow you said a lot of dialogue there somebody else (laughs) one of these children said a lot of dialogue near me um sure thing so yes you make it to the fog uh and as you kind of uh walk into this fog you find timothy timothy um still got that pile of dirt near his feet he he's kind of uh shivering and he looks uh (laughs) nervous as hell and uh, the portal that he's holding open is uh, is kind of flickering a little bit. And uh, he, he sees you all. And he goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Go, 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 go. Clint, Clint, wait, where's Clint? He goes, where's Clint? Where's Clint? 
He's right here. Go, 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 go. Everybody in. Go, 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 go. Uh, and you all, uh, he, he's not even worried about the fact that there's 40 goddamn people with you now. Um, and he's just kind of like waving his arm, like, go, 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 as the portal kind of, uh, flickers, but he's, he's holding it like he's, it's like, uh, it's like a, it's like his you shall not pass moment where he's like using all his force. You shall not pass, <laughs> except, except you can, cause I mean, yeah, pass. You um, should. Uh, <laughs> and he, uh, Clint slash Jerry pulls him through the portal and you all make it through the portal. Uh, through the little white corridor and you almost 50 people emerge back through the portal into your hotel room in the Pantheon <laughs> shoulder to shoulder max capacity very much full uh, people are spilling out of the door into the hallway women are uh, older women and children and some old men uh, and everyone's kind of like oh oh my god oh uh, they're all very confused because they just went through a fucking dimensional portal that they weren't here for the last episode and uh, I mean they should just subscribe to the podcast why, yeah why didn't they tune yeah. in that you know they're 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 still getting through um uh serial season one so they're, they're they have bad reception them. also yeah. so true it's like and remedy is not great and timothy back on the other side sees that everyone's through and finally he just drops his wand and the portal <laughs> closes in an instant and he goes oh fuck and falls onto the ground in in complete <laughs> fatigue uh breathing heavily just oh god oh my god i put down mabel let's be nice okay. i put her down nicely as best as i can and i go and i run to the nearest pitcher of water i can find we're in a hotel so there's got to be some around okay and then i go and i take that and i run over to timothy and i splash him in the face with it okay so you have to uh, cut through some some elderly folk and some children here you don't knock anybody <laughs> over you're you're, you're conscientious <laughs> enough um and you splash him in the face and he goes oh, oh okay all right i'm alive don't worry and uh, now that Mabel is down on the ground, she looks around at everybody, and at Ellie especially, and she gives Ellie a uh, a hard, stern look. Mm. And then she turns to you, Stephanie, and she says, "It seems like we need to have a conversation about some things, dearie." Uh huh. Also, that actually worked, you guys. Wow, I thought that that was a one-way trip, and um, then we, we found all it. of you. We, wow. Also, Timothy, Timothy, holding it down like he, breathing heavily on the ground. He just holds up a thumb and a thumbs up and goes, uh huh. <laughs> and uh, Mabel takes us all in and she kind of she smiles a little, but then it goes away and she says, "I am very grateful for whatever the heck that just was, but I don't know if a celebration is in order quite yet. There are a lot of." people still over there and i don't know how much you know but i think it's only a matter of time before those bad folks on the other side figure out how to come to our world This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit thenostalgianetwork.com for more. Don't you hate when you're watching one of your favorite movies and think, whoa, that didn't age well? Or when you see a reboot of your childhood fave and think, did we really need this? Honestly, same. same. That's why we started the Nostalgia Podcast. 
a podcast where we discuss the retelling or continuation of pop culture favorites as seen through a queer and feminist lens. That's Jessica Tercero. And that's Eric Lefebvre. Come join us for our bi-weekly conversations about pop culture reboots centered around things like the patriarchy, systemic racism, harmful stereotypes and overgeneralizations, and really just distinguishing when people just need to sit this one out. Listen in on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. That's Nostalgia, spelled N-O-T-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. Get it? Not Nostalgia. Like nostalgia, but with an extra T, so it's like not nostalgia. <laughs> follow us for fun, critical conversations about media. And remember, stay cute. And stay critical. Bye! Bye!